Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Yishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're part of it wherever you are. Shalom and welcome to Malka Fleischer. Hello. Malka, Malka, Malka. What shall we talk about today? I don't know. It's like, Malka, I got to tell you something. There are weeks and there are weeks. This week was a week. It was a week in the life. This was really, I got to tell you, I'm not sure. Like, I wish I would have documented it better. But this was, for me... Yeah, like this is a, a big week. A week in my life. This was a big week in the life of the state of Israel, I think. Definitely. And like to be to be in it, it is a unique feeling. Of course, we're talking about elections in case we're you talking are about Israel. listening to this later at some later time. We are talking about Israel elects Israel 2022. 22. Wait a minute. I have to say a shot cold because I need my coffee yeah. because I am so... So tired. So tired. We're so tired. I, I wanted to see if there was a word for the feeling uh, when you start losing your adrenaline. You you call a the crash? Crash? No, but I just when you when your adrenaline like seeps out of you, it's not a crash. In a good way or a bad way? Um, uh, like a, like whatever. Let's like say when you, you're relaxing. No, but when you're in a hyper intense thing and then you're just trying to like let it go and relax. Near death? No, like a decompression of sorts. I'm saying like a like a air kind of, air leaking out of your tires. No, no, no. I'm saying like, okay, intensity and then and then seeps out. First thing is, uh, last Saturday night, this past Saturday night, mm-hmm. right before the elections, I was heading out. I got a friend who's got a sauna and we sauna Saturday nights. And it's one of my like little rituals of like chilling. And we call it sweating. And it's like, it's just good. It's good for the soul. And then we go outside, we look at the stars. It's beautiful. And it's just one of my little inner rituals. And I was heading there. And suddenly the news started coming in that there was a terror attack in Hebron. Right. And I pulled over and just dealt with the issue. Because in some ways, I'm also like, in some ways in my life, I'm also like, I guess all of us, but you and I definitely were like, information officers oh uh, you're saying we transmit the info we transmit the info we get it out there we put we tweet it we explain it we get it out to people everybody was asking me because there was reports that somebody was killed and right. and and it was it was at first reported that a very good friend of mine somebody who was the caterer for our wedding and also um a famous uh, a famous first responder in hevron kirat arba whose name is ofer ohana was killed but it was not him. It was a different guy named uh, Ronen Hananya. And this guy, Ronen Hananya, you know what he was, one of his things that they talked about in every one of the speeches, Malka? Yeah. They talked about the fact that he went to Kevrut Vishai like every day. Oh, which is the place that I'm that I'm involved in uh, beautifying. So we're going to try to make a memorial for him. That's very nice. The Maybe next day. You probably gave him a little bit of happiness, you know, that as he was seeing it being built. And yeah. Made nicer. I mean, yeah. it's, it's built already, but I'm saying like. Made, beautified, yeah. Made pretty, yeah. Uh, um, and then, and then, and then, uh, a good friend of mine, everybody's famous, everybody's beloved, uh, chief of security of Hebron, um, uh, my good friend Yoni Bleichbard was injured. Pretty, yes. pretty, not so, well, not, it, more, more than that though, he had an absolute miracle. His car was riddled with holes. It turned out that this terrorist riddled with holes because what happened was is that you know the story is actually much more complex than people know there's this store of arabs that jews go to they frequent this store i've never even been there because it's like in a different part mm-hmm. and it's known that the arabs are nice there and that jews Aww. go there yeah yeah 
Do you know how many people were in the store at the time? How many no, Jews? No. Four. Wow. There was a father and son, and then a father and a like a one and a half year old daughter. Oh my goodness. This guy, this terrorist, comes yeah. from a different part. He comes from Seir, which is to the north of Hebron. And he came in after having found out that week that guess what? He is terminal with cancer. Oh. And that he had days to live. Well, what do you do when you got days to live and you don't want to come out, come out a debtor and a, and a deadbeat right. dead you use dad? the Palestinian Authority insurance policy. Right. But Life insurance. All you have to do is be a shaheed and you have to kill. So what, what happened? He went out there with an M16 and he was pretty proficient at it. And he was shooting at the store. Hurt another Arab, by the way. Arab, you could see the video. Arabs are running. Wow. And not only that, shot Two Jews, there was the t- two other Jews, the one with the small daughter, was heard the shots hid inside wow. and reported it to the army where they were because it wasn't so simple to understand where they were. So um, in the meantime, one dad, this guy Hanania, was shot right, basically in the, the head. Spot, right. eh, he was mostly dead. It, says, it said in the, I saw a news article afterwards that said that the son, uh, it was clear that he was not going to survive. Right, he got hit in the head with a bullet. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't fare right. well. And uh, and then anyway, the, the security. So what happened was they weren't sure this terrorist started driving away. Ofer Ohana gets there, starts treating the wounded. He, this guy comes back mm. and starts shooting. That's when he shot Ofer in the arm and in the stomach and hit his liver. OK. Wow. And um, um, uh, then Yoni comes in at the same time. Right. He gets he's, hurt as he's well. Head of security. Finally. And people have seen this video. Uh, uh, um the head of security of Kirat Arba came and rammed. Oh, uh, is that who hit him with the car? Yeah, rammed Whoa, him. Whoa, if you haven't seen this video, it was circulating on WhatsApp. Uh, it is gnarly. They they stopped that guy all the way. They 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 really they they rammed him and they and they, they just they just squished him to death. Then there was a dude, Yoni picked him up. My friend Yoni picked him up. He was a guy who was on Mil- he's he's a he's a regular serving soldier, a commander, and he knew where the terrorism was happening. So he jumped in the car. He was barefoot. What? He, you could see it in the video. He's wow. barefoot, and he tells the car to reverse. And the terrorists are still thrashing around a little bit. They shot him dead right there. Oh my gosh! So that was Saturday night, and it was like rumors wow, that, wow, that that wow. that Yoni was heard, and, and and we knew that Ofer was heard, and that's right. very very scary. You know these people; they're so hardcore. But there's still people. There's still friends. Ofer makes this chicken that I look forward to. Every, he's a he's like an awesome hardcore dude, but he's also a caterer, right? And he makes this chicken with rice stuffed inside and these little like currants or something. I look forward to it every year on Chayisara. It's That's like right. my food, and every year I tell him the same thing. Right. Wow, I've been waiting for this chicken for a year, and and this year Ofer is in the hospital, right? And he's still very much uh, in a recru- in recovery phase and fighting for uh, his full health. And uh, but I, one thing I want to note, though, Yishai, um, that I read in the articles um, subsequent to the attack, is that during the attack, Jews ran back inside. The Jews who were being attacked ran back inside the store, and the Arabs in the store. Started to help them. Meaning That's what to I'm say saying. he was they were treating them, yeah. they were people with wounds, they were bandaging them. Absolutely. And, and that's um, the other side people this, don't know this that's part right. of the story. That's they just right. don't know. 
you know, and it's and I want to tie this into the next like obvious and massive topic of the show, which is the rise of of the religious Zionist party, Itamar Ben-Gvir, and what looks to be what in Israel is the equivalent of a landslide win in an election of the right wing camp if the leader who ostensibly will be Benjamin Netanyahu will forge that coalition, which is really the right thing to do because clearly the people voted that way. But, you know, so many people, Ishai, looked at a guy like Itamar Ben-Gvir and said, this guy is a racist. And he, you know, I had um, a guy who Wait, identifies you made the tra- himself. you made the transition into the elections? Yes, because I want to say, because we were talking about the Arabs helping the Jews. Right. In the store. Right. And I wanted to say that we had, we faced a lot of heat for our public support of, of Itamar Ben-Gvir, who was just one candidate right. in the religious Zionist party, which is a bigger party with many candidates that we voted for. Well, he was the head of a of He a was the head of a list. faction, but nonetheless, right. you're voting for a one block, which is the religious Zionist block, which is, uh, which is Betzalel Smotrich, which is, uh, you know, many other people. And uh, I just wanted to say that we faced a lot of heat for that. And I, I was talking on Twitter during like two days in the two days prior to election as everything was riling up. And this guy was telling me he identifies as a Palestinian. He says he's terrified of what will happen if this person comes into power. And I say to him, you know, that terrorism is not something that is the Palestinians versus the Israelis. Terrorism in this region hurts Palestinians very badly. You have these guys in their store in Kiryat Arba. They're ready to serve Arabs who want to buy. They're ready to serve Jews who want to buy. They are regular people. They have a regular store. They want to make money and raise their kids and send their kids to school. They want a good life. They, they really probably prefer a nice car and some nice furniture and good food and a comfy pillow. Okay. They want the regular things that people want. Here comes a terrorist and shoots up everything, shoots up their store, shoots up their customers, going to ruin their customer base because Jews now are going to be afraid for a while to go back to that store. And the reputation of, of Palestinians, of Arabs, is very bad again, right? Instead of the story being a story of the heroism of these store owners right? because they took part in a heroic act. They, they defended their, their customers as much as they could, right? They did what they could do. And instead of it being that story, it's the story of terrorism. Right. And so when you have a person who wants to be strong against terrorism, that doesn't have to be a thing which is scary to everyone who's outside of terrorism. Right. People are concerned that a person like Itamar Ben-Gvir is going to be anti-Palestinian. And what I try to uh, assuage people with is that what he wants to do is make Israel a safe place. For good people, for right. people who want niceness, who right. want peace, who want comfy pillow, good food, nice car. And uh, I hope that that's exactly what it will be. I really believe that. 
Okay, so um, so there was the terrorism. Then there was meetings in preparation of Chai Sarah. Chai Sarah is coming up. It's a big weekend where we have uh, the, the the big gathering of Jews in Hebron. So that's like a, that's our like number one. That's our number one product of the year. That's like the biggest show that we have. That's our big like big big hard thing to do. It's basically as I like to call it every year. It's Woodstock meets the Bible. <laughs> and I went to Kevrut Vishai and and it's we're beautifying it and we're taking them more steps to to make it awesome. The entrance is fixed up the the just it's ready to receive visitors it, it, it really is i'm a little bit nervous about that because i want to tell you something that doesn't go very well together which is um astroturf and barbecue these things do uh, not go well together no when you throw your hot coals on the astroturf it makes a big melting are people doing that some people did yeah what is that about what Pe- is that about? people are careless people are careless that is part of the people I think that in part it is the milieu of the Middle East, which is to be not careful with things like to be garbagey. It's not like Europe. It's it's the Middle East, and that 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 culture spills off into into the Jewish culture as well. Speaking of the Middle East, by the way, I want to say I want to introduce a new term. I know it sounds kind of funny, but just like Judea and Samaria, I always call it the Israeli territories, like not the West Bank, but call it the Israeli territories or Judea and Samaria. Uh, here's a new name for the Middle East. What is the Middle East? It's a completely uh, a Euro-centered way of, of, of understanding the world. It's like from them, it's you know, it's to the east, it's the middle of the east. Oh, forget it. Here's a much easier way to call it. This region is called the Abrahamic region. The Abrahamic region. The Abrahamic region. I really prefer that to to I, wherever I say it and on Twitter and stuff. I always say the Middle East, the Abrahamic region. Okay, just throw that in there. And we're the people of Abraham. All of us. We're the children of Abraham in the Abrahamic region. Promise to Abraham. In any case, let's get to the main issue, Malka. The main thing, on top of the, the, the terrorism, but totally related to it in the way that you said, but also in other ways, which is Israel voted for a nationalist government big time. Bam. Big time. It happened. We've had four deadlocks in a row. And and we just got unlocked, like like when you open up a clog, you know, and it's just like... Phew, it you just, send the snake down in there? Yeah, and it just opens up that clog and just like it just got unclogged. Little Drano. Now, given that we are Jews and this is Israel, the perfectly logical thing that has to happen now might I not hope, happen. Right, I hope happens, <laughs> but it may not because of some crazy, crazy thing. people and their crazy considerations. Right. But in the meantime, in what has happened is that the people of Israel came out in droves, and this was the highest recorded uh uh um Turnout, voter turnout since I think 1990. 1999, over 20 years. That's right. And people came out strong. And that is just so cool. People came out very strong for for, uh, voting. And what do they vote for? Let's just look at it for a second. Let me go to one of my groups here. All right, that I put up the, uh, the, here's the numbers. Here's more or less the numbers. And as we're speaking right now, it's not totally complete. The number one party in the country is the Likud, 31. Congratulations, Benjamin Netanyahu. Then it's Yeshatid, who's headed up by Yair Lapid. Then Hatsiyonut Hatatit, religious Zionism, got 14 seats. That is unprecedented. That is unprecedented. Like by a lot. Right. And then Shas, the Sephardic party, the Sephardic, Sephardic Torah party, party, that's right, right? got 12. Shas is like, is like the Sephardi party, okay? Yeah. And 
uh, Sephardic Jews or, or or Middle Eastern Jews, Jews from Arab countries. Mena. Mena, right. Uh, and and this is a, a very respected party these days. Young, uh, socially social minded, uh, not not doesn't put Eretz Israel as its top concern, but it's clearly moved to the right. In any case, uh, in in many ways, the religious Zionist party is like a sister type party of people in people in people terms uh, of the Shas party. It's very compatible. Shas. Religious Zionism, especially with Ben Gvir and Likud, are a similar type of folks. There's, there's, I, I don't want to go into every right, element of sociology. Yeah, there's there. nuances there, right? There's nuances there, but there's a lot of similarity. And uh, the religious party Yaduta Torah, the ultra Orthodox, got eight together. That is the Israeli. That's the that's the right wing block under Netanyahu. That's sixty five. Which I don't remember the last time we had a government like that. Right. Uh, as Usually it's, you need, in Israel, we have 120 Knesset seats. So in order to have a coalition that is like a productive coalition that works, you need to have at least 61 seats. So in the last many iterations of a coalition, we've had 61 seats, maybe 62 seats, but uh, most of the time, 61 seats. They right. barely squeak it out. Right. So 65 seats. Of a natural block. Like a natural black. Right. And that's what scares me. That's what scares me. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because it's so obvious. It's so obvious. That's right. That's what it should be. That if that I'm nervous that that Netanyahu, who is going to be tapped first to try his hand at forming a coalition, I'm scared that he's going to try and like hyper politic this situation into some other thing that he thinks is smart for his own political reasons you know what malka yeah let's not but but i mean can you imagine though a, a government in which it's likud shas united torah judaism and religious zionist party i can't i can't even imagine so i was sitting with a guy and I was listening to him, and he was extremely erudite. Turned out to be a cab driver. I'm like, I knew it. Yes. You know, because the cab drivers, they're the philosophers. Yeah, like, yeah, they're the, exactly. They're the, the, the warrior poets of our society, right? And he said to me, he said to me, Ishai, it's a miracle. Wow. It's a miracle. He said to me, he said to me, and I'll tell you why. He said to me, first thing, oh, this somebody else said this part. He said to me, uh, uh, the same evening, there was a lot of people. All right, I was don't worry the, about it. The order doesn't matter. He said Go to ahead. me, uh, um, all these people are the Jews, they're the ones who care about Judaism. And one would be tempted to use the old Paris quote, which is that the Jews beat the Israelis. I will ref- never use that term. I say the Jews, the Judaism people, beat the globalists. Okay? The Judaism people beat the globalists. And the, 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 the progressive, whatever you want to call it, the ones, that, the ones that talk all day long about LGBT and about equalities and this and that, but actually don't watch out for us from being taken over by the jihad. And I'm not trying to make light of you know the, the the importance of of caring for all kinds of minorities and issues. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not dissing that. I'm not entering that issue. I'm saying that here we are, a people under under threat, under fire, and the people are voting with the people that with the leaders that want to push back on jihadism. That's the negative side, like anti-jihadism, and the positive to bring more Judaism. That's really, that really, really, really boils down to this. It's anti-jihadism, more Judaism. That's what that's what we're talking about. We can make it we can make it in all kinds of fancy terms, but I'm boiling it down to the simple, which is anti-jihad, anti-terrorism, anti-Arab takeover, for uh, more Judaism, 
more more Jewish character, more Jewish love, more more Judaism in the schools, more Jewishness of the Jewish state. That's that's what we're talking about. As opposed to the other side, which are more globalists, more trying to get this into into some kind of like Euro type modality and and trying to give away land and act not like the Middle East, but actually act like supposedly act like Westerns, although Westerners actually don't act like that. But let's say, you know, give in, give up, uh, uh, capitulate, that kind of thing. That is that is the battleground. And what happened was that that this this victory, Malka, this victory, historic, really historic, like really like an, and now I happen to have been really close to the comp- campaign. Like for, for uh, yeah. just on, on election day, me, little Yishai Fleischer, was in the car with Itamar Ben-Gvir and his wife trying to hash it out. And, and I recorded that little English video that went kind of viral on your tweet. You know, 20,000 people saw it and all that. And, and you know, him recording in English, uh, make Israel strong, vote Tet today. Right. And, and, and like, that was, that's cool to touch, to touch like history like that. And and Itamar Ben-Gvir, uh, we could talk a lot about him as a character, as a person, and there's a lot to talk about, and there's been tremendous amount written about him, but but really a lot of, in the English language, tons and tons and endless negativity, especially from in-house, from the J-Post and the the Times of Israel, vitriolic. I would endlessly. say bordering on dangerous. Right, ba- dangerously vitriolic. Because it, it's like the way that they talk about him is like he's like Hitler. Right. It's like he's like the worst person in the world. And it's it's sometimes like, you know, eyebrow raising because, I mean, now we see also everything is, uh, in hindsight, everything is 2020, but you see that like, I think something like 11% of the votes have gone to Tet which is the religious Zionist party. Right. Which means that at least one in every 10 voters in Israel did not think this guy was, did not judge this guy this way at all. But they thought this guy was the best candidate who could do the best job at trying to bring the kind of changes and progress to Israel that they prioritize. There's more than that. All right. There's more than that because in truth, and this is the this is a more a little bit inside baseball, but I think people have to know this. All right. The truth is, if you don't know anything about Israel, you're like, okay, so some people voted Netanyahu, and other people voted Ben Gvir, and other people voted Shas. That's not the truth. That's that's a very very that's an unsophisticated, and and not um, it, it's superficial understanding. In truth, Ben Gvir was the catalyst of this whole election. The issue here was. The turnout. And that's what I was saying to people all the time. The whole question was, who's coming out? Right. And we started hearing the news that, that, that people, and we didn't know if it was Jews, Arabs, but there was a, there was a turnout. That turnout, the, the, the catalyst for that turnout, for the whole election, was Itamar Ben-Gvir as, as an individual. Explain that. There's a lot of disaffected Likud voters who are like, I vote right, but I never get right. I get left. I, I get I get Netanyahu, but he might connect with the left. Or he might bring in this government, may bring in that government. Yes, the last government attached itself to the jihadist parties in the Knesset, but Netanyahu himself was interested in doing that, et cetera, et cetera. That, that whole kind of rhetoric of like, there's even books written in Israel, which is you vote a, a right, you get left. Right. There was a lot of disaffected voters. And and they were like, I'm never going to get real right wing. That's like the cab drivers, you know, who are like, we're never going to get real anti-policies. It's never going to happen. And then there was a lot of people who were like, look, it's not working. 
It's not working. Look at the system. We had four elections, and I was making a joke. I said all over Israel, I was telling people, fifth time's a charm, right? That's funny. And it was funny. I kept telling people, fifth time's a charm, you know? And people were like, four elections? Now we're going to go to a fifth one? What is this, a joke? In fact, in fact, Bennett, was uh, his, his whole platform was, I'm going to stop a I'll fifth election. I'll save you, yes. Right. So how are you going to get people excited? People saw, finally, they were like, there's a ray of light that we can have a real right-wing government. That real right-wing government, I still may vote for my Likud because that's my party, right? Right. But I know that if but Ben Gvir is in it- i that I want. Right, and he'll, he'll push it to the right. And that I, is what we've been saying the whole right. time. Right, and the same thing with Shas. I'm a Shas guy, right? I'm a Sephardi guy. I'm going to vote for Ravavadia, vote for Shas, vote for, you know, that, 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 that whole way. But I'm really right-wing inside. And, and, but I know if, if, if there's a team, there's a team, because you understand it's like, it's like when you're playing- basketball and you're picking the team you realize that this one guy if we have this guy then he can pass to this guy he could do he can make if you have the right point guard we're gonna win even though he's not the best shooter or whatever it is but he can bring the ball up and we can get it to this guy and he'll dunk it or whatever it is it's the same thing i'm not i'm no i'm no sports metaphor guy but my (laughs) point is is that my point is is that is that people sense that there was a moment and i think people sense there was a danger another side there's another side which is that the left also made this election. That's the other side. One side is that Ben Gvir made this election. He was the catalyst for. But people also saw what the left does. Capitulation. Right. They, we terrorism. just had a little bit of time with Yeshatid. Right. We had a year with Yeshatid. Well, it wasn't like, a year with Yeshatid. Right, it, it was, was a few months. Just a few months with Yeshatid. And you're like, yep. this is all about capitulation. There's a terror wave. You don't right, see any crackdown. You just see a weakness. And it's like people were like, I see where this is going. Right. So and there was both sides, and there was a third, and the third one was the media. But that has to do back with Itamar Benkfried. They were fascinated, crazed, and obsessed, and they couldn't let him go. And he had a magic. He has. They a magic. put him on a platform. Basically, they they thought they were putting him up on a gallows, but what they were doing was putting him up on a platform. <laughs> well said, Malka. Well said. Well said. And he and he was like, he was the star of the thing. He was the, he star, was of the, the star of the whole show. Right. right. Now, I happen to have had, you know, the... the and that merit- does not make him a perfect candidate, by the way. Far from it. And I know a lot of people who are kind of wigged out. Yeah, sure. Because he's not your regular politician. Right. Oh, well, 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 with that, with that yeah. there, was, there, was, there, was another, there was another side, which was a, there was a perfect storm. He was teamed up with Betzal Smutrich. Now, Betzal Smutrich is considered by many a very smart, very serious Jew. Haredim, right, ultra orthodox, stable guy, stable ultra orthodox was telling me he's a real Torah Jew, right? And he's a fa- his father's a rabbi, and he's a really serious Torah guy. And, all, and and on the legal side, people are like, this guy's a very serious Smutrich, very serious thinker, considered dude, right? Like he's very, uh, he's uh, not a wild card. He's not a wild card. So it's like it's just like it, it always reminds me that sometimes people meet me and I can see in their eyes that they're like, uh, he's a little scary, <laughs> this guy. But then they meet you, they're like, oh. She doesn't have a black eye and she's happy. So <laughs> he must be not that bad. Now I see now I see how that works. And, and it's the same thing. It's like you meet you know uh, uh, you meet uh, Ben Gvir, you're like, "Oh, that's it's he's he's saying the right things, but it's a little scary." Oh, he's teamed up with this guy. That's okay. That's much more chill. All together there was a moment and the the guy who's got a hand hand Ben Gvir and company, a real Yasher Koach, a real thanks a lot, great job was ne- is Netanyahu. Netanyahu, who did great campaigning and did a great job, he owes this campaign 
to Ben Gvir and Co. He, that's that's the truth, and that's why I don't think he's going to lock them up because in a way he, he I mean the it, Heat. Yeah, or, we'll see if he Netanyahu. Has, yeah. Netanyahu has had four elections where he didn't really win. Well, the only question is, will he? acknowledge and understand how he got this victory or will he think wow i was really great this time they love me 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 no i I, you know he's he's a very sophisticated guy and he understands the numbers and he understands stuff uh you know one of the things i want to tell you is that netanyahu uh is is uh, out of out of the out of the israeli leadership he's the statesman right he's our statesman and there's there ain't no one like him right yeah he's he's a He's a gem. Right. He's, he's, a, he's, he's like right. a... He's, he's, he's our statesman. Yeah, there's no one like him. Right. He's, he's he'll state- go down in history. Right. But he's our statesman. But this has saved his legacy. If he, of course, Whereas not, Ben Gvir is not quite the statesman. No, he's not the statesman. He's the, he's, he's the cop, the lawyer. He's the defense right. lawyer. Right. He's like bad cop. Well, he's, he can be also good cop if he's on your side. But his whole thing is like... He's actually a defense lawyer par excellence. I, wa- I like to call his party the law and order party. Uh, okay? Uh, his party. The party that I represented. You know, it's so interesting, Ishaya. I know that he really cares a lot about police. Yes. And he wants that, like... He wants that ministry. Yes. The, which is very the interesting because ministry. he has a very interesting relationship with the police. On the one hand, he wants police to be able to be a little bit less afraid of exactly doing everything exactly in the perfect way in the moment of of a, of a terror attack. And if you don't do it exactly in the exact way, then instead of the terrorist going to jail, then the policeman goes to jail. I know that he wants, in a sense, to, like, empower police. Right. On the flip side, he has been a defense attorney for people against the police throughout his career. He has gone after the police for all kinds of abuses um, and for all kinds of uh, stepping out of bounds. And so it would be a very interesting ministry for him. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but it would be a very interesting ministry for him because it's not just people love to make it out like that's it. He's going to like open all the locks and like release all the beasts and like everything is just going to be totally crazy in Israel if he ever gets like one finger on anything to do with anything to do with Israeli security. But no, his his uh, relationship to these things is complex. And so I, I wonder if he'll be given the opportunity. Um, yeah. And it, it was it was I got to tell you something. It was really a merit to be close to to the election it's it's not always it's not always beautiful you know being really close and behind the scenes in the elections also means that you you know you get yelled at and you get you, there's 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 tensions and issues and you see stuff up close and you see the strength you also see the weaknesses and and I got to be extremely close so being close to it Malka is has been has been an experience um and moreover uh uh you you know um Basically, used three tactics. Just very quickly, I want to tell you about the three tactics. One is this powerful letter that that Itamar Ben-Gvir penned and I helped uh, execute, which was uh, uh, this letter against Menendez, uh, this, the U.S. senator that said that there would be problems with the U.S.-Israel relations if Ben-Gvir would be in power. And we penned a fabulous letter. Uh, Itamar Ben-Gvir uh, put it out, and it was just fabulous. And that really spoke strongly against that kind of interventionism and that kind of way of thinking and explain that we're anti-jihad, not, not racist in any way, and then uh, work with pro-nationalist media 
here in Israel and other places like JNS, like 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 uh, like Avi Abelo, like Israel three sixty five, and like Jewish Press, uh, and and with that getting that out there, getting an answer, uh, and also you and also speaking to the foreign press and working with them to keep them in check and keep their stories in check. That was very effective. And lastly, using our own social media platforms to push unapologetically and push hard for it, that was also part of the strategy and that was effective. So there was a lot there, Malka, uh, that, that uh, got to be part of. And I now uh, now everybody's on a little bit of a vacation. The next step is to form that coalition. And then the next step is to, to start getting those ministries. And the next step is to start implementing those policies. Uh, one last point I want to tell you is that is that throughout this thing, I started thinking to myself, this democracy thing, it's so crazy. What is democracy? It is, in in a sense, just a hiring effort. It's a it's a it's a what right. do you call it? It's a it's a it's a um it's it's a way to get people into a job. What do we want? We want to get the right the rightest people we can into the right position to take out the garbage and deal with the police and make sure that they do their job. That's all we want here. What an expensive, endless right. process it is to get four million people to vote and then to finally get, and then get the, the get, once you vote, make sure that there's the majority. Once there's a majority, make sure that there's a, a, a coalition. Once there's a coalition, make sure they get the ministries. Once they get the ministries, get the minister in, and who knows right there, maybe the government falls apart again and you start the whole game over again. It's like, I just want to hire the right guy to go into the right job and take care of business. And it's just like, democracy is, a, is an amazing tool, but it, it, made, it made me think for a minute, I'm like, Mm, a nice monarchy that that could be nice <laughs> that's what i thought to myself i'm like it would be nice it would be nice to have a nice monarchy speaking of monarchy maka uh to have a monarchy you have to have a nice watch you know no monarch <laughs> no monarch goes around with it with an ugly watch and if you go to one of the sponsors of our show which is retrowatchguy.com you can get a tough 70s duval super ph 1000 meters diver you can take this watch down to a thousand meters down yes that's a lot of your head down. will completely implode okay but because your watch will be your fine. Your watch will be fine. They'll Yerusha know. Yerusha for the kids. That's right. They'll when and when they in a, in in like a, when they figure out how to get back down there a thousand under, they'll they'll pick up that watch and then you can give it to the kids. That's right. But this beautiful watch, Monica, <laughs> look at it. It's got like a, it's like a volcano shape because you kind of Ooh. goes inside. Uh, and uh, it's spectacular, sharp early 70s, Duval. I never even heard of this company, but there's so many cool companies you learn yeah, about uh, when you go to retrowatchguy.com, and you could get a Shabbos watch, you could get a Hassan watch, maybe your son-in-law is getting married, and you could get him a beautiful 70s watch. He's going to wear it forever, and it's going to be beautiful, and there's just... It's just a great opportunity to get well, really cool Well, speaking of Shabbos watch, yes, I want to talk about something I ate on Shabbos. What'd you eat on Shabbos, Malka? Last time on the show, we talked about Prohibition Pickle, and I went through the, the menu. Yeah. And I picked out something that looked good to me. It's called Asado Mushroom Whiskey Bomb. Do you remember that? Maybe you remember, maybe you don't. Amalka, sorry about that. I had to interrupt you because we had a little kids emergency. Oh, oh, you know what? Before you get to your food thing, we'll yes, get it. Go. Just one thing. Election Day was also... Aliyah Day, yes, which I helped write. I right. really you wrote, wrote the, the bill, bill that made that a national holiday. Yes, I wrote the bill that 
failed that the second bill copied and made it into a national holiday just for the record yes and then it happens to be that that was also our personal ali anniversary mazal tov mazlat mazal tov so we, you and i it was both it was election day oh and you know what else the seventh of cheshvan is it's the day when we start asking for the rain fully right so it was the rain day big old week right and election day and ali day and ali anniversary and we're praying for the health of our guys that got injured. Right. And we're coming out in droves to vote. And we got Chaisar coming. And in just a few hours, I'm getting on an aeroplane to go to America for just a quick week of, of uh Thank of God stuff. you did the dishes first. And there's a few meat dishes that I get to do. Speaking of meat. Yeah. You were saying. I was saying. Yes. That on the last show, when we talked about Prohibition Pickle, I talked about this Asado whiskey bomb. Yes. That looked really good to me. Yes, I recall that. Then, guess what? What happened? Chaim. Oh my gosh. From Prohibition Pickle. I know him. Heard that. Mm -hmm. He came over with a, two bags filled with all kinds of amazing goodies. And he drew a picture of Noah's Ark with a rainbow on it. And he gave us this bag full of food. And in there was the Asado bomb. It was. The bomb. So good. Yep. It was all that I had hoped for. That's prohibitionpickle.co.il delivering deliciousness with holiness and love. And cuteness. That and bag cuteness. with the little Tevat Noah with the Noah's Ark on it. That's right. That Chaim, did the whole Chaim thing is for known as for his delicacies plus his spinach style and cuteness. <laughs> Prohibitionpickle.co.il and retrowatchguy.com. If you eat that that asado with a hot with watch, with a nice on, watch, you're in great shape. You're shirt. like you're That's living right. it. And and then you're looking on the internet. You want some good news? You go to JewishPress.com. Yes. Bang. And then you're like, all right, all right, all right. I need context for JewishPress.com's news. Yeah. You're like, I need to understand the Bible. Right. Because you will not understand Israeli news otherwise. That's right. So you go to the Israel Bible, theisraelbible.com. You're going to get yourself a fabulous Israel Bible. Every home's got to have one of these. They make great presents. Okay? Looks good on the shelf. Looks amazing on the shelf. You're like, you're both, you're like a Zionist, because God is a Zionist, and you are like, you're just like an owner of a good Bible, and it just looks cool. And if you type in coupon code Yishai, bang, you get 10% off of God's holy word and Zionist word because that that book, the Israel Bible is also filled with um, commentary specifically about the land of Israel edited by my buddy Thule. And once you're sitting there looking at your watch, you're like, what time is it? Geula, right? It's <laughs> right. You're eating, you're eating a little asado. You just went to jewishpress.com. You, you read, read the Bible. News. You're like, I got to be part of it. I got to be part of this thing. So you're going to first... You know, you're going to give a five-star rating to this show and tell your friends. <laughs> then you're going to go to hebronfund.org and oh, be like, nice. I am part of the fight to support and strengthen the Jewish people in the land of Israel. So bang, I'm going to help make that happen. Be part of it. Be part of the mamas and the papas, their vision. In the book of Genesis, which we're reading right now, in the Parsha of Lech Lecha, we're going to connect to Hebron, that amazing place, uh, which is still extant today. And the amazing monolith shrine of the two of the patriarchs the matrix and the strong community of the defenders of that shrine uh, forever that's hebronfund.org and then maybe baby after you did all that then you might say to yourself and i just that guy ishai and malka they those guys cute and a half sheesh sheesh they really <laughs> so happy they're in my life 
You go to uh, you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yishai, and uh, you can buy me a cup of coffee, a figurative coffee. It's a way of supporting the show. Uh, or go to yishaifleischer.com forward slash donate to support our projects. Thank you very much. And, uh, and with that, I'll also use the opportunity to bless the folks that make this show happen, which is Yochevet Seidman, Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha, Lou, and we're live. And speaking of live, I was live actually in Rehovot. I spoke uh, at Rehovot, and my sister was there as well, and your friend Jennifer from JNS.org. So awesome. Uh, she she hosted at her house a great uh, talk. We had a great fun, and and uh, I talked about, uh, I talked about, that was another thing I did this week, right. which is uh, to, to give a talk about who you should vote for. We heard people's problems. My sister said that that was the best. She said it was a great event. She said, you spoke for Ben Kvir and for Otsma, but really it was a Yishai Fleischer event. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yep. I'm like, that's the way we do it. So with that, folks, I want to, I want to wish you a, a Shabbat Shalom. It's, it's one of my favorite Torah portions. I mean, the book of Genesis is so important, but Lech Lecha, we meet Abraham and here's the Dvar Torah for the week. You hear this? This is the most important Dvar Torah of them all because it's so short. Here it is. It's called the, it's called the 22nd Dvar Torah. Are you ready, Maka? I'm ready. Are you ready, Maka? I'm pretty ready. Maka, are you... Okay, I'm keyed right in. The first verse where we meet Abraham is the first verse where we meet the land of Israel. We meet Abraham? And God's like, go... Didn't we meet Abraham in the last week's Parsha? We didn't meet him. We just we just heard his name. But when we like the first time where we like have interactions with him, it's like Abraham, go to the land of Israel. Ah, oh, yeah, I see. Abraham, that's the first like part of his story, kind right. of. Right, Abraham, go to the land of Israel. That's that's. If you're wondering, I, I yeah, I need you to go to the land of Israel, and it's a land that I will show you. I will show you the land, and the land that you see is not the land that you'll get because there's something beyond it. But I will also show you off. I will show you. I will show you. I will show you. I will not, I will not only, I will present you. Right. I will present you. I will enunciate you. I will announce you in this, in this world. And that's, that's what it is. In the end, we announce God and God announces us. That is the job. I want to bless everybody out there, especially the good folks of the uh, International Torah Congregation. And I want to bless you guys to continue to love the Torah and be part of it wherever you are. Be gladdened and heartened uh, that you are on the right path. I want to thank Hashem so much for these elections and just pray to him that we continue to pray for him, that we continue to serve him through this new government, hopefully, uh, and that we'll all do the right thing, that Hashem, please help us minimize our egos and do your will and really serve you, serve you through, through this great gift of the state of Israel. I want to bless our brothers and sisters who are not on the same political page. Right. To, to you will be, nobody here is out to harm you. Right. We're here to bless you and like... and like, they should also feel cared for and right. like they're living in a good country under this administration. Right. And 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 that and that our ideas are not that... Like people are writing to me, they're like, you're going to kick out all the Arabs. No, just the jihadis maybe. Uh, or And people, you know, you're going to you're gonna make all kinds of, you know, the word fascism is thrown around and all kinds... Everybody just chill out. We, 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 we want to fight a problem that's here. Maybe we shouldn't chill out too much because there is a problem that we have to deal with, and it is an active problem. That, in in a sense, I actually have to actually have to psych myself up for not chilling out because we got to use this right. government. That's the, that is one of the things that I sort of wonder about. It's like how hard do we push on the gas? Because in theory, we could push like to the floor. This is like a this is like a pretty serious right wing government. Like we could push a, a far far down, but we haven't done that in so long that it feels weird. It feels like scary. 
but you have to learn from the left. How, why do you have to learn from the left? Because the left actually built this country. Right. And so they even, will take the ball and run. They run it. And even if they're in a Mimshel Mavar, what's it called? A uh, transitional, transitional government. government they're that, like, boom, they right. get stuff done. They're crazy. They don't right. care Lapid, about you know that Lapid, um, who signed the Lebanon deal, I can't understand how that's legal. I really can't. But he signed um, this maritime deal, which like shrunk our maritime borders. It's so crazy. Anyway, he just canceled a flight to Cairo. Do you know that? Yeah. He was on his way to Cairo. To- <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I had to stop again. There was a knock on the door. A nice ultra-Orthodox Jew uh, was collecting. Raising money for Shabbat yeah. for That's poor right. families. That's right. Well, Mark, listen, I'm going to be out this Shabbat. I got to be at a very special wedding in Florida. I want to take leave of you and, and thank you very much for everything. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. I know it's been a hectic thing. We, You and I are, have underslept, undercaffeinated, lots of stuff. Undercaffeinated, no. No, meaning to say we're over-caffeinated. Yes. Underslept, over-caffeinated, uh, but also happy. And what a schut, what a schut, what a merit it is to be part. It's not an easy thing. It's not easy, but what a merit it is. What a merit it was for me to film a little video with Yoni Bleichbart this week. What a merit it was to speak in Rehovot. What a merit it was to be part of the election. What a, what a merit it is to beautify Hebron and Eretz Yisrael. What a merit it is to broadcast with you here in Judea, Malka. Uh, what a, what a schud it is to be uh, alive and what a merit it is to be alive in our time. I what a merit thank- it is to fight for this project, the state of Israel. Right. That so so many people, non-Jews and even Jews, want to say is some kind of like not kosher, not okay enterprise. Right. And what a merit it is to be able to stand up and fight for this thing and say no, we see the beauty in this thing and we know where it where it could go and we know what it could be and we're not going to rest until it gets there. <sighs> Amen. Thank you Hashem and uh, give us the strength to keep to keep it up. I know I need the strength, I need your strength. Let's pray for one another. I pray for you out there wherever you are. I do pray for you. Uh, I bumped into a, uh, a couple that I know that I haven't hasn't had children in a long time, mm. and I really want to pray for them very yes, much amen. as well. Uh, I want to pray for the health of everybody, uh, including Leah Batsara uh, and other folks out there. I want to pray for all of you guys, and I want to um, have gratitude, prayer, and at the same time, action. Right. Action for the cause, as my friend MJ says, passion for a purpose. Nice. Let's do it. Let's let's move it ahead. All right, folks. More great stuff is on the way. Stay tuned. Stay calm. Stay collected. Stay part of the story. Uh, keep broadcasting God's truth. Keep listening to His broadcast because He's broadcasting twenty four seven from the Holy Land. Because Mikimitzion Tetzetorah from Zion shall come forth the Torah. Thank you to the Land of Israel Network for hosting. Uh, thank you to uh, all the good folks uh, out there. And uh, together, if we concentrate now. We can really move strides forward. Thank you, Hashem, again for that opportunity. Malka Fleischer, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. All right, folks, you are listening to the Yishai Fleischer Show. I'm on the airplane right now. That's right, on the way to Miami. Crazy enough, elections are finished, and here I am on the road, the road in the air, to Miami, landing in about another hour. Uh, but just wanted to add uh, two more little parts to the show today. Uh, first is my interview with Yoni Bleichbart, the head of security uh, in Hebron, who was part of the response to the terror attack uh, in Kirdar Hebron uh, last Saturday night. Uh, and uh, I interviewed him the next day with his injuries that you could see in the video uh, that we've put out. Um, so that's pretty intense. And uh, let's hear from Yoni Bleichbart. And right after that, uh, my my table table Torah 
it's part of a video uh, that I made uh, with the folks at Moment of Wisdom about uh, the covenant between the parts in the Torah portion of Lech Lecha, which is the uh, splitting of the animals, and how Abraham understood God's vision that he granted him with the covenant between the parts, what it was really about, and there's like a hidden message in there about the future. So let's take a listen to those two small segments, and I'll come back and say shalom. All right, I'm here with Yoni Blechbard, who's the chief security officer of Hebron. Last night was involved in an altercation. Let me see your hand here for a second, the injuries here. And this was a terror act uh, that ended up, uh, resulted in the uh, murder and death of uh, Kirat Arbor resident, uh, and also injury for many others, including uh, yourself, Yoni Blechbard, uh, and our good friend Ofer Ochana and others. Tell me a little bit about what happened yesterday. So at around 8.40, I get a call on the, the radio that there's a terror attack uh, near Hebron, just outside of Kiryat Alba. I raced to the scene. When I got there about uh, 40 feet before the incident, I saw an Arab turning at me, pointing uh, uh, an assault rifle, and started shooting at my vehicle. And on me. And your vehicle now has many holes, including the engine block is pretty much destroyed. It's total lost. Uh, it, it became total lost. He emptied around two magazines at me and at my vehicle. Mm-hmm. At a certain, you know, in, in a certain uh, period of time, I was able to get out of the car and I started retaliating with my firearm. The Arab uh, ran ran into a uh, into a ran into a car nearby. Then uh, a, a security officer from Kirat Alba with his uh, bulletproof vehicle came also and uh, ran over him. He, he, uh, he didn't run over him, he rammed him. He rammed him. He rammed him really uh, hard and then I reversed. Him. He reversed, I joined and hit him, him again. and made sure that uh, he's dead. Neutralized, that's Neutralized. right. Neutralized. Okay, yeah. and uh, you got some injuries and you got a little bit of uh, hurt here. Yeah, and thank God we... Our, we were told that it was a miracle that you are with us today. Yes, absolutely. Baruch Hashem, thank God. A big mm-hmm. miracle. But we did lose a Jew, uh, yeah. a resident of Kirat Arba. Uh, yeah. He was shopping in an Arab store. A little bit of coexistence. Yeah. And yet somebody behind him came and, and terrorized him. Yeah, and killed him, murdered him. Mm-hmm. And our good friend Ofer Ochana, one of the great defenders. O- Ofer Ochana raced to the scene as well. Uh, he wanted to treat the wound. We got a report about wounded uh, people. And while he was treating the father who was in a, a serious condition, the terrorist surprised him and shot him. One shot in the hand and another shot in his liver. Uh, he was operated late, late last night. Two operations. Two operations. And right. uh, thank God he, he, he woke up now. I think it'll take him a few, a few weeks to get back to normal. But... Uh, God willing, we're all optimistic that he'll come back. Yoni, we're just a few weeks before... Uh, Yoni Blackbart is the chief security officer of Hebron. We're just a few weeks from Chai Sarah, where twenty to 40,000 people come join us and celebrate. You think people are going to be afraid to come? Should they be afraid to come? Well, you know, people could be afraid, but uh, they should... Uh they should know that the military is doubling the uh, the amount of uh, of uh, protection around the city. Everybody is setting up uh, towards this great uh, Shabbat, and we urge everybody to come and to say one major sentence, and that is that we're not giving in to terror. 
That's right. And also Bezrat Hashem, right? Bezrat Hashem. Thank you very much, Yoni, and thank you very much for surviving. Thank you, Hashem, for helping you survive and continue the fight for a safe and open Hebron. Amen. Abraham asked God for a sign. Am I indeed going to be a great nation like you promised? And God said, you know what? I'm going to give you a sign. That sign is a weird sign. It's called Brit Bain Abtarim, the covenant between the parts. Basically, God says to Abraham, I want you to take nine animals and cut them nose to tail and put them side to side. What is that all about? Well, in ancient times, the way you seal the covenant, in Ugaritic times it's called, was that you would cut an animal and then both parties would kind of walk between the animal, either to say we're both halves of one whole, or if you don't fulfill this contract, then this is what should happen to you, you should be cut up to pieces. Abraham does what God tells him to do, and then God knocks him out, he, he puts him to sleep, and Abraham sees a dread vision, and that vision is one of his children going into exile. And God says, indeed, your children are going to go into exile for 400 years in a land that's not theirs, but then they're going to come out in wealth and in strength. And then after he tells him that, he shows him a vision of a pillar of fire and smoke going through these parts, these animal parts. What is that all about? Well, maybe what it's all about is that God gives a mini vision, a clip, a YouTube video to Abraham of the most visual moment in all of Jewish history, and that is, of course, the splitting of the Red Sea. You see, the Jewish people are going to be in bondage in Egypt, and when they're going to come out, it's going to look something dramatic like this. You see that, Abraham? You see that vision that I showed you? It's going to be the splitting of the Red Sea, the most dramatic visual cinematographic moment of all time. And the Jewish people are going to walk through it. And when they come out the other side, they're going to be a nation. Abraham, who's buried here in Hebron, was given that vision of a birth of a people that's going to impact all of humanity. And they're going to be born at the splitting of the Red Sea. That was a vision given to Abraham a long time ago. All right, folks, you are listening to the Shai Fleischer Show. Thank you so much to Ben Bresky for helping me uh, get these parts of the show out to you, even though I'm on the airplane and running around. Uh, so uh, we had a terror attack, elections, Aliyah Day, uh, the trip to Florida, and of course we're getting ready for Chayi Sarah, the big Shabbat in Hebron. Lots of stuff happening here in the Jewish world and the Israel world, and thank you for being connected to it. Thank you also to Tabitha, Moshe Herman, uh, Lou, when we're live, and Yochevet for getting the show out to the world. Uh, it's so important to keep broadcasting the truth because there's a lot of lies out there. There's an army of lies out there, army of lies and an army of liars that are trying to uh, to hide the light of God and the light of this time that we're living in. But we have a great merit to be part of that light. So I want to thank all of you out there. I want to thank the Land of Israel Network. I want to thank all the sponsors of the show, including RetroWatchGuy.com, uh, prohibitionpickle.co.il, jewishpress.com, jns.org, uh, theisraelbible.com, hebronfund.org, uh, and all the good folks out there that uh, support our show, donate show, give us coffee to make the show caffeinated uh, by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Ishai or through donating at ishaifleischer.com forward slash donate for all of our projects. 
that's it. I want to thank God Almighty for this time, and I really want to pray that we use this time wisely, uh, that we that we that we understand the gifts that we've been given, and uh, that when we when we come to heaven after 120, they'll say, "You guys did a good job with the stuff that we gave you, that God gave you to your tasks. You did them. You did them well." You spread his light in the time where others were trying to spread darkness. God bless you folks. More great stuff is on the way. Stay tuned, stay strong, stay connected. Pray for me in Miami, and I am always heading back to the land of Israel because we're always going to the land of Israel, a land where God is close to us. Shalom.